0: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life is made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. Yes failure. It's something every successful person will have to grapple with from time to time. Sometimes failure cuts deep, but other times it leads you down a new innovative path to a different looking success. Even though it may not feel like it, experts say we shouldn't see failure as the opposite of success. In fact, some of the world's most successful people define failure instead as the opposite of trying. From Mamma Mia, this is 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life, the podcast that's here to make you more productive in just a few minutes. My name is Deborah Ho. I'm a viral productivity expert, giving you the hacks you need to make your work lives easier, simpler, and overall, just better. Today, we're speaking with well-known entrepreneur and host of The Mentor, Mark Boris, an Optus business customer and founder of AirGarden, Poo Bauer to hear some of their biggest hurdles and what they learned from them.
1: Hi, my name's Mike Boris, and I am the Executive Chairman and Major Shareholder of a business called Mentor, which produces two podcasts, one called The Mentor, which is a mentor podcast, and the other one called Straight to Podcast. And as well as that, I'm the Executive Chairman and Major Shareholder of a financial services business, which lends money to people to buy houses called Yellow Brick Road. What I would consider a failure in my line of work is not listening to people in my business and not responding to the inputs that I get from various people. Sometimes we tend to think that we know all the answers, particularly when you get to a certain age and you have a certain level of experience, you tend to think you know all the answers to everything. And if uh, you don't listen to what the inputs are from other people, then you can really stuff it up. But by the way, it doesn't mean you gotta do what they say, you just gotta listen. At the end of the day, you've got to make the call, but you've got to gather all the data. That's all the information that's available to you. And by the way, I don't think that is particularized to my business or my businesses. I think that same concept needs to be adhered to, in my opinion, in order to be successful in every sort of business that I've ever been involved in. I've pretty much been involved in just about everything from restaurants to pubs to property development to mining companies in Chile. Probably my biggest failures have always been around not assessing the marketplace properly. In other words, preparing for growth, spending money as if there's going to be growth without actually properly assessing, or more importantly, gathering opinions from those people who are trustworthy about what the future marketplace looks like and therefore determining what I spend, where I spend, it, how much I spend and how aggressive I go into that market knowing exactly what that market is going to deliver to me. I responded to that fairly badly. I started blaming everybody else, but really had to go and have a look at myself, and it was my fault, because it was my decision at the end of the day. And if I didn't actually make the decision, other people in my organisation made the decision, but at the end of the day, I'm responsible for the decision, so I should have intervened. When I was getting tapped on the shoulder, not literally, metaphorically, tapped on the shoulder by people saying, Mark, there's something coming. You've got to pay attention to that. Taught me to be aware. Taught me to... Take into account what's right in front of me and uh, don't just carry on as business as usual. Take a step back and build some perspective and make a big call and make the call. Don't think, oh, I can't do that. I can't stop that. I can't cancel that advertising program. Make the call and live with it. When it comes to the topic of failure, I think what's the most important thing is you've got to embrace it. It's a bit like someone saying to you, you've got COVID. And you go, oh, shit, you know, this is the worst thing. Why is it happening to me at this time? Hang on. You've got it. embrace it and get over it. Failure. You failed. Embrace it and get over it. And the most important thing is, that, as John Kavanagh said, who's one of the guys came on my Straight Talk podcast, and he is the original coach, still is a coach, and the, let's call him the discoverer of Conor McGregor, and one of the greatest UFC fighters ever. He came on my podcast, came in here in our studios, and he said, there's no such thing as failure. It's win or learn. So change the narrative. I mean, you've been using the word failure a lot. You know, I, I, I get it. Everybody talks about failure. But, you know, it's about learning. It's learning how you respond, learning how to respond next time, learning what you did wrong. I said, embrace it and move on. Don't be too tough on yourself. Learn from it. So it's win or learn, not win or fail.
0: Our second guest is business owner and founder of AirGarden an Optus business customer, Prue Bauer.
2: Hi, my name is Prue Bauer and I'm one of the co-founders of AirGarden along with my brother Tom. And we make and manufacture vertical aeroponic gardens using aeroponic technology, which as the name AirGarden implies, is purely with air and water and no soil. What would I consider a failure? We probably considered Airgarden 1 or version 1 probably a bit of a, a failure from a product perspective in the sense that taking our theoretical model to a practical live working product didn't visually or aesthetically or functionally quite translate on our first go. So we felt like we'd failed on that first go. What we failed at in relation to Air Garden One was a real lack of knowledge at manufacturing and the questions that we should be answering to get the right end product and the right end result and functionality. I think the other thing that we felt that we failed at was Having sufficient funding right in the beginning as a startup to correct any of those errors and be able to move forward into market with this really perfect, amazing product. We responded to that failure really by taking a bit of a step back and saying, if we can compare an air garden to an iPhone, iPhone 1 versus iPhone 14 is has been an iterative journey. And whilst our first attempt at uh, manufacturing and making this product isn't exactly what we want it to be, it absolutely works and it does everything that we want it to do. It uses 95% less water, it's easy. Anyone can grow their own food, it's simple. So we pushed ourselves into market to test the appetite and, and really get feedback direct from the consumer. What did it teach us overall? We often still laugh about this and I think it really did teach us resilience, which is paramount in business and in life in general, I think. It also really taught us a lot about questioning and asking the right questions, but also not giving up, right? Because you can be so close, so close to the end or to the final part of the race. And I think a lot of people just throw their hands up and say, well, it's all to help, we just can't get there. But, It really did strengthen our resilience and our resolve and also our belief that we had created something amazing. It wasn't perfect, but, you know, we were going to keep pushing forward and do it anyway because, you know, there was a real appetite for it and people were absolutely loving it. Resilience and ask better questions were probably the two biggest ones we can take away from that.
0: Today we're finishing the show with something to make your work life just that little bit better from our presenting partners, Optus. Managing your time efficiently can make the world of difference to your working day. At Optus, we've developed Business Mobile Plus, a solution that is yours to build the way you want. You can add more sims as your team grows and remove them if you're scaling down, depending on your plan type. Plus, with no locking contracts, you can fit and flex to suit your business. You can even unlock greater discounts the more sims you add so your savings grow with your business. Terms and conditions apply. To find out more, visit optus.com.au slash businessmobileplus. And that brings us to the end of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life this season. Thank you for all the experts who have shared their wisdom with us and thank you for tuning in. I'm Deb Ho and we'll see you again next time. We know when making your business dreams a reality, every dollar counts. Head over to the show notes after this episode and by completing a quick survey about your business and to thank you for your time, you'll go in the running to win a $50 gift voucher. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life was made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes.